it is that time of year where, of course, the playoffs are going on, but we are also interviewing head coaching candidates for all these openings. Since the regular season ended, two vacancies have been filled. Uh, there were a total of eight jobs at the at the onset, um, but we'll talk about them. Again, I thank you guys for being with me all the time here, man. Off-season content is some of my favorite content, and that's why I'm giving it to you. Welcome to the meeting. This is Fantasy Addicts Anonymous, the only AA that's not for quitters. I'm your fantasy football mentor, Antoine Weisslicker. Follow me on all social media at Weisslicker. Join that Patreon community, patreon.com forward slash fantasy AA. Choose your addiction level. Earn perks. Check out that bonus content. Be true to thyself. Embrace your addiction. And it's never too early to earn your chip. All right, man. So we had the coaching openings, man. Um, a lot of people got fired this year. It, it was it, it is what it is. They got fired. Um, of course, we know Carolina Panthers, they fired Frank Wright during the season. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders fired Josh McDaniels during the season. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers fired Brandon Staley during the season. As soon as the season wrapped, not even, I don't even know if it was a day, a day or a few hours after the game, the Atlanta Falcons fired Arthur Smith, the Washington Commanders. They knew that they were firing Ron Rivera. They knew they were firing him at the beginning of the fucking season. <laughs> they knew they were firing him when the new ownership group came in. So we knew he was out of the door. Uh, Mike Vrabel was fired from the Tennessee Titans. Um, Pete Carroll stepped down from the Seattle Seahawks. And then uh, Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots mutually parted ways. Immediately after that, the first head coach in vacancy was filled by Gerard Mayo being appoint appointed the new head coach of the New England Patriots. His wife's fine ass was blasted all over t Twitter and social media after he got hired. I don't know why. I don't know why people decided that they wanted to go look up who the man was married to, but whatever. But Gerard Mayo... Uh, Played for the Patriots, coached for the Patriots. Um, I guess they found a way around it. He was the successor to Bill Belichick. It was in his contract that it was going to be that way. They had formed the league offices, I believe, last year that this was going to happen this way. So they didn't have to do tra the traditional uh, head coaching search. No interviews. They didn't have to do any of that shit. They anointed. Gerard Mayo as the head coach of the New England Patriots. So that's one vacancy filled. And then um, it has also been announced that the Las Vegas Raiders are finalizing a deal with Antonio Pierce to make him the new head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Not to say that this man doesn't deserve this job or anything like that. I just feel like they're rectifying a mistake that they made a couple of years ago when they didn't um, – 
hire what they didn't when they when they hired Josh McDaniels when they the <clears throat> the guy who was there when John Gruden got fired who led them to seven wins uh, Pasaccio um, they didn't hire him to be the the head coach so I think they're rectifying that situation they're rectifying that mistake that they made. And I'm all for black people getting getting their jobs, man. So the first two head coaches hired in this offseason were black guys. And it makes me feel good. It makes me feel good as a black man. Um, but, again, man, it seems to be almost the same tropes every year, though. These guys are going into full-on rebuilding um rosters rebuilding organizations i mean the raiders not so much i don't think they have to do a full rebuild but they don't have a franchise quarterback um you know the black head coaches they go in they don't have a franchise quarterback on the roster they have some of the worst constructed rosters of all time you know like every time they get those jobs like even even D'Amico Ryans, when he got the job, that was a terrible roster. Like, the 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 Houston Texans were considered a terrible roster. They were considered one of the worst rosters in the league. They did have, you know, a draft pick where we knew they were going to get – They this was going to be the first time where they were going to have a top – where a black quarterback – excuse me, a black head coach was going to have a top draft pick to get a franchise quarterback because that doesn't happen. Typically, you get that terrible roster with that garbage quarterback, and the pick that they have is like 10. It, it's like 10 to 12 where you're missing out on those the big-name quarterback. You're not going to get the guy. You're not going to get the best quarterback in the draft. You're not even going to get close to it. Um, and I guess that's where we are now with – Gerard Mayo. I mean, this is him and after D'Amico Ryans, he would be the next coach, black head coach, where you're gonna get a top five pick where you could potentially you're you're gonna be able to get you a franchise guy. But the rest of your roster is still you have no weapons for that franchise guy because your wide receivers they stink. You know, your your running backs can't stay healthy. It it just you know, on the defensive side of the ball, the Patriots have always had a, a pretty good defense, and we believe that they'll continue to have a good defense. Um, I like that the secession plan was put in so this guy could get him a head coaching job. And even though he had never been a defensive coordinator, he, he was calling plays on the defensive side of the ball uh, for Bill Belichick. So it's good for him. I, I like that. Um, as far as with Antonio Pierce, um Again, another player's coach, former player. Um, and it seems like <clears throat> with him, will they allow – will will Aiden O'Connell be his, his quarterback again? Or are they going to try to go out and try to get a franchise quarterback, try to draft another quarterback for this team? I think you – you know – he played Aiden O'Connell played well. I think you you roll with them. Um, I think they need to get some younger weapons around him as far as wide receivers are concerned. Um, 
I don't know. I think you you do what you can to bring back Josh Jacobs, but you gotta off you gotta get that offensive line together as well. So Antonio Pierce again, not not in a bad situation. Not in a bad situation. Again, I think they were just trying to rectify the the mistake that they made a couple of years ago. Um, do I think it is a mistake to 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 hire Antonio Pierce? No. No, I think he's going to be a pretty decent um, coach here. Um, but the five and four record that they had here in the the, the tail end of the season, um, I think it was they were they were riding high off emotions. They're like, "This is the guy we 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 like because he's a players guy, you know, and he and he's getting the most out of his players." But can he do this for an entire season? Can he do it season after season? Keep getting the most out of his players here. Um, that's one of those things where we're going to have to wait and see with this. But again, you're, you're talking about those guys getting those jobs. And then when you talk about the marquee jobs where you already have a franchise quarterback in place, you got the Los, the Los, the Los Angeles Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers with, um, Justin Herbert, you know, the the talks of that, as soon as that job came open, it was Jim Harbaugh or if the Patriots let go of uh, Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick should be that coach. Or And then as soon as the, the Titans got rid of Mike Vrabel, it was Mike Vrabel could go to any of these teams. You know, it just – it just doesn't make any sense to me that those marquee jobs with the best rosters in place, and right now even the Falcons are, it's Bill Belichick, it's Jim Harbaugh. They're giving them guys second interviews. Like, wait a minute, bro. Like, why? these? I understand, like, yo, these guys have had success, but for Bill Belichick recently, he's had, his team's been trash. And then it's, you know, yes, Jim Harbaugh has been there in Michigan for all those many years, but it's only the last two or three years that he's actually been, you know, how he's been college football successful. Because before the last two or three years, these guys weren't buying for national championships. They weren't playing in those big marquee national championship games. But, like, I get it. You know, now now you want to come back up. You won a national title. That's great. You want to come back up. And they got you out there as the guy, you know. But let's take a look at these openings and who's been interviewed for these jobs to see what we're about here, man. So, again, we'll start with the Atlanta Falcons, man. The Atlanta Falcons, they've interviewed a lot of people. They've also requested some interviews for people as well. So, Yujiro Evero, the defensive coordinator for the Panthers, he was interviewed on the 4th. So, he was interviewed real early uh, because the Panthers weren't in it. They interviewed him. Uh, they requested an interview 
with Joe Brady. Uh, he's the interim OC, offensive coordinator for the Bills. They interviewed Bill Belichick. They interviewed him on the 15th, and he's coming back in for a second interview uh, sometime this week here. Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator of the Bengals, he interviewed on the 13th. Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator of the Lions, he interviewed um, on Friday the 19th. <coughs> Jim Harbaugh, he interviewed on the 16th, and they requested him to come back for a second interview. Ben Johnson, the, of, the offensive coordinator of the Lions, he's, they've requested an interview from him. Uh, Brian Johnson, the offensive coordinator of the Eagles, he interviewed on the 18th. Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator of the Ravens, interviewed on the 12th. Raheem Morris, the defensive coordinator of the Los Angeles Rams, he will interview on the 20th. Or whenever I put this out, he probably already interviewed. Um, they requested an interview with Antonio Pierce, but that's going to be canceled, being that he's you know finalizing his deal with the Raiders. Uh, Bobby Solick the offensive coordinator of the Texans. He's got an interview requested for them as well. Anthony Weaver, the defensive line and associate head coach of the Ravens. He interviewed during their bye week. He was able to interview. He interviewed on the 14th um, before they started up their, you know, practices and things for the week as did defensive coordinator for the 49ers, Steve Wilkes. So one thing, now that I named off those guys, one thing that has really been bugging me as far as within the fantasy, as far as within the NFL fandom, the communities, um, these guys are getting head coaching interviews and people are just flat out saying, oh, well, they're just doing it. They're just doing these black guys to fulfill the Rooney rule. Of the Atlanta Falcons guys, I named one, two, three, four, five, six. I named six black candidates just off the Atlanta Falcons alone. They didn't need to fill a Rooney rule. They were picking these guys because all of these guys have done a great job with what they've had to work with this season. We're, I don't think these teams are doing this just to fulfill a Rooney rule anymore. I think that we now have, they're now seeing how good these guys are. And for people who don't know the defensive coordinator for the Panthers, they had a top five defense. Their defense was top five. <laughs> you know, this is, that just goes to show you that these guys are, are getting, getting these opportunities. The Carolina Panthers, uh, they interviewed Bill Cal uh, Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator for the Bengals. Uh, they did the offensive coordinator – Dave Canales from the Buccaneers. Uh, Evero, he interviewed with them as well. Ben Johnson interviewed with them. 
Brian Johnson, OC of the Eagles, he's going to interview with them. Uh, Todd Munkin, offensive coordinator for the Ravens, the defensive coordinator of the Ravens as well. Mike McDonald, both of those guys interviewed. Uh, Raheem Morris interviewed on the 17th. Him and Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn interviewed. Uh, Dan Quinn is the defensive coordinator of the Cowboys. Um, on the 18th, they did Bobby Swolick. He came in, interviewed. Frank Smith, the offensive coordinator of the Dolphins, he interviewed on the 16th. And Chris Tolbert, the inter- interim head coach of the Packers, interviewed on the 10th. So they're getting their guys in there, man, uh, of the Panthers, excuse me. So they interview with within um, – and they interview <coughs> outside of the, the the company there, outside of the the organization. The Los Angeles Chargers again we're we're recycling names because these guys are all they're they're hot commodities, man. Brian Callahan, uh, the offensive coordinator of the Bengals, he interviewed there. Leslie Frazier, after taking a year off, he interviewed there with the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Aaron Glenn, defensive coordinator. They brought in a lot of defensive guys too, which was strange because you know you just most people say like you flip flop. Once you had a defensive coach, then you bring in an offensive coach. But they they did Leslie Frazier, Aaron Glenn, defensive coordinator of the Lions, Patrick Graham, defensive coordinator of the Raiders. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, they they interviewed him. Ben Johnson, offensive coordinator of the Lions. Mike McDonald, defensive coordinator of the, the Ravens. Todd Munkin, um, offensive coordinator of the Ravens. Kellen Moore, they're our offensive coordinator here um, for the Chargers already. Raheem Morris is going to interview on the 20th, uh, which is Saturday. or Whenever I put this out, he may have already interviewed. Dan Quinn, defensive coordinator, he... Uh, interviewed David Shaw, the former head coach of Stanford. He interviewed Giff Smith, the interim head coach for the Chargers, interviewed Mike Vrabel, interviewed for this job as well, former head coach of the Titans, and Steve Wilkes, the defensive coordinator of the 49ers. He interviewed as well. So got a lot of guys that interview here. They, they brought in a lot of defensive-minded guys. Uh, to interview for this job. So we'll see if they go that route again. Um, you know, I know most people don't want to hire defensive coordinators. They don't want to hire defensive coordinators. They don't want to hire defensive-minded guys um, because they want somebody to, to be on the offensive side of the ball and to, and to look out for their quarterback. But I think that if you are a defensive coordinator, if you're in there with the job, um, you need to come with some guys that you think – could be a good asset to the quarterback that these guys have. But who gets the job? Of course, I think Bill Belichick is going to get either. I think he's going to get the Falcons job. I think they're bringing in John Harbaugh, just Jim Harbaugh again, just to bring him in just to say they did their due diligence. But I think Bill Belichick is going to be 
the head coach of the Falcons. He said that he wanted to go to a team that, you know, was promising yet underachieving. And what better team to go to that's promising but underachieving than the team that has three top five picks on offense? Like, <laughs> you know, you got Drake London, you got uh, B. John Robinson and Cal Pitts all on the same team, and their offense was atrocious. Um, you know, that's a promising young team there that's been underachieving. And the Chargers are the same way, but I, I don't I I don't see that they've even reached out to Bill to um interview him, but it is what it is. Uh the Seahawks, Evero, he interviewed with them, Patrick Graham interviewed with them. Uh, ben Johnson will interview on Saturday the 20th. Um, I'm guessing that's going to be before the game. They can't face-to-face these guys. So um, when all of these guys interviewed, I believe they interviewed virtually. So that's why, you know, you're like, oh, he's interviewing on the 20th, but they got the game on Sunday. And you're like, that's why. Uh, Mike Kafka, the offensive coordinator of the Giants, he interviewed Raheem Morris, interviewed with the Seahawks as well. Uh, Dan Quinn, he interviewed Bobby Swowick, Swowick again. He inter- he's They requested an interview with him, so he should be coming in for one of those uh, soon. And then Frank Smith, the OC of the Dolphins, he interviewed as well. The Tennessee Titans, they interviewed the offensive coordinator for the Panthers, Thomas Brown, um, offensive coordinator of the Bengals, Brian Callahan. Um, He interviewed on the 12th, and they actually are bringing him back in for a second interview. I just don't know when it's going to be there. Uh, So they must have really liked him. Aaron Glenn, another interview for him. Ben Johnson, Brian Johnson, Mike Kafka. Uh, Mike, McDan- Mike McDonald, uh, Dan Quinn, David Shaw, Bobby Swoick. It's the usuals, man. This is the round of people. These are the guys. These are the guys. You know, those, those eight to ten names that you keep hearing me mention, those are the guys. Those are the top guys that people are looking at to get it to, to be head coaches. Um, the Washington Commanders, they're going to bring in Aaron Glenn on the 20th. Ben Johnson, uh, he interviewed. Mike McDonald, he's going to interview with them. Raheem Morris, he interviewed already, uh, as did Dan Quinn. Bobby Swoick, he's going to interview. And then Anthony Weaver, um, he interviewed as well. So, again, we're talking those same names that I keep bringing up, Evero, Morris, Glenn, you know, Swoick, uh, Ben Johnson, Mike McDonald, Dan Quinn. You know, those eight to ten names that we keep bringing up. Somebody's going to get the short end of the six. Somebody's not going to get a job this time because there's only six left. Um, But I believe any of these guys, if you're bringing them in, 
to be your head coach, um, you're gonna get <coughs> you're gonna get you know you're gonna get a good head coach there. Um, when you have people like Dan Quinn and Raheem Morris, they both have head coaching experience. Um, I know people don't like to do rehashes, um, but for Raheem Morris, I think he deserves another opportunity. It's been 13 years since he's been a true head coach. Um, him taking over for Dan Quinn a few years ago when Dan Quinn got fired from the Falcons, I think that was a no-win situation for him. I mean, the, the team was garbage. They had started off 0-5. You know, he, he could only do but so much to the team. I think he went 4-7 and seven or something like that. Um, but when it comes to interim head coaches, I, don't, I typically don't count the interim on their records as far as them taking over for a trash-ass team. But when he was the def- when he was the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 13 years ago, that team was one of the most awful rosters ever constructed. The best player on that team was a 33-year-old when he took over the team. The best player on that team was a 33-year-old Rondé Barber. Their quarterback was Josh Freeman. You don't even know who the fuck Josh Freeman is. You don't even know who he is. You 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 probably got to go look him up. You don't even know who he is. You got to go look him up. You don't know what school he went to. You don't know when he was drafted. Neither do any of us care. The fact of the matter is the Buccaneers had one of the worst rosters in the league the three years that Raheem Morris was their head coach. In his second season with the team, he took them to a 10-6 record. And I understand that they talk about how he, you know, the guys weren't mature enough. They weren't following him. He wasn't a leader of men at that particular point in time. But that was 13 years ago. The guy has had, he, he's had to have grown by now, man. Come on, man. You're not, this, you're not the same person you was 13 years ago. So I understand what people say they don't like rehashes, but man, 13 years ago, I think the guy deserves another opportunity at this point. You know, it's been 13 years. Yeah. That's like us fucking. That's like you going to a new job. Brand new job. You up for promotion. And they look at you. The rest of your coworkers be like, man, ain't no way I would hire that nigga to do that fucking job. 13 years ago when he was at his old job, he did the same job and he didn't do a good job at it. Like, nigga. I've grown since then. Come on, bro. Give me a shot. Nah, nigga, you you was trash back in 09. <laughs> you was trash in 09. We ain't trying to hear it. Like, though, give guys a shot. But I don't know, man. Um, as far as coaches that that I think um, could do some justice here. You know, I believe Bill Belichick is going to the Falcons. Uh, I believe that that's, that's sewn up. Um, as far as with, excuse me, the Panthers, um, 
I wouldn't wish this. I wouldn't wish David Tepper or whatever the fuck that guy's. Who's that fucking owner? I wouldn't wish him on my worst enemy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think any anybody should take this job because he's trash. He he intervened for them to trade away all that stuff to get Bryce Young because he wanted the the number one overall pick. He intervened. He told his GM go get the number one overall pick. And then when he traded away everything to get the number one overall pick, now he fires the guy saying, oh, that was, that was a bad move. Like, bro, get out of here, man. <laughs> like, I don't think anybody should take this job. I really don't. Like, just. Ugh. I hope nobody takes this job. But the Seahawks, I can see the Seahawks hiring another defensive coordinator um, as the head coach, being that um, uh, Pete Carroll is still with the team as a special advisor. Uh, some people say that Dan Quinn has the uh, leg up on that one because he used to be the defensive coordinator there. Um some people say that Raheem Morris has the leg up for the Washington Commanders because he was a member of the staff there. Um, I don't think people should be going through that type of shit. Like, just because you were within that organization before, you should be, you know, the guy now. But it is what it is, man. I don't have any speculation on who these guys, uh, on who should be the head coach for any team. Because when you bring them in, they're going to they're gonna implement their own things and stuff there anyways. I just want the best guys for the jobs. Um, and, you know, if you get some new blood in there, you get some new blood. But people like, you know, Dan Quinn and, and Raheem Morris, I think they deserve another shot at head coaching, especially – if they're going to do it on rosters that aren't so bad. I don't want these guys on rosters that are so bad that then we say, oh, they couldn't get it done because they had another bad roster. I can't stand that. I want these guys to have an opportunity with a pretty good roster <coughs> and a good quarterback. Get these guys some good quarterbacks, man. You know, but – those are the coaching openings with the interviews that are going to happen or that have happened. You guys, you know, let me know what you think, man, who you think is going to be a good head coach in the league, man, and which teams would benefit from which head coach, man. I appreciate you guys listening to me as always. Look, the offseason content is going to keep coming at you. It's coming fast and furious. Um, of course, we are going to talk about the bust of the year, the highlights of the year. Um, guys, we hit on as far as what we told you guys to avoid in drafts or guys we told you to draft um, that based on their uh, ADP that they were going um, at the beginning of the year. So we'll talk about all the shit that we did right and all the shit that we did wrong. Appreciate you guys listening to me as always. Join that Patreon community, patreon.com forward slash fantasy AA. Choose your addiction level. Earn perks. Check out that bonus content. Be true to thyself. Embrace your addiction. And as always, champ, earn your chip. I'll see you guys on the next one. I'm out.